All right, guys. So, what? Simcast episode seven today. The collector is the theme, and this uh, this episode focuses on everything that has to do with the collecting of the stuff and things we all love most in an MMO. But before I get started on that and get us discussing all the different elements of that that we want to talk about today, I want to introduce Daedalus. He is a special guest today. Also, another one of the official content creators for Ashes of Creation. Big hoorah. Welcome, homie. And, Thank um, you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, we also have uh, Rebel Strike and Snifi, who you've also seen here on the Simcast before. Appreciate you guys showing up today as well. Uh, so episode seven focuses on the collections and all of that. But I wanted to give Daedalus a moment here to, to discuss some of what he's up to, what maybe his focus is with uh, content creation for Ashes of Creation, and maybe just kind of what he's got going on in general. So Daedalus, if you want to kind of share with everybody kind of maybe a little bit of your history and some of that, that'd be cool. Sure. So as far as like gaming in general, I mean, I've been gaming my entire life. So it's it's been a kind of a huge part of what I like to do as a hobby. Um, as far as Ashes of Creation, uh, I got involved right before they went to Kickstarter um, and really have been following the game religiously ever since. Uh, I started writing on the forums in terms of like articles and whatnot um, and actually partnered with a guildmate of mine, Makanoji. Uh, mm -hmm. And he had supplied some material for me that he had done some interviews with, you know, various community members. Mm -hmm. And I ended up writing those articles and it really kind of brought back a lot of, you know, good memories from just building content, um, you know, for different games. I had done some of that volunteer work when I was in college. And now I've kind of moved on from just writing articles to actually building a website and a YouTube channel. Um, the website was like earlier this year, um, and about April or so, I you know fully launched a YouTube channel. I've been really trying to put out some weekly content, just getting up to you know people up to speed on the game and different aspects of it, and kind of wanting to in the future do a lot more kind of community focused stuff around um, artists and singers and writers, but also doing a little bit of theory crafting as well, kind of building on, you know, that love that I have of, of, you know, anticipation of ashes of creation. Right on. And yeah, I think, uh, <clears throat> Makinoji, right. I always, always mess up how you say his name, but I believe he started doing a, uh, he's been doing like an interview based, um, sort of podcast format lately. I got to check out, I want to say maybe it was the last one. But yeah, he's got a pretty cool little little uh, uh, kind of an interview format going on. It's pretty cool. You guys should check him out. Um, I know he's been working pretty hard lately. He's been pumping that stuff out too. So um, content. So, uh, but <coughs> excuse me. And what guild are you in? In Ashes, Sons of the Seven. All right, I thought so. And who's the leader? Is that Telkar? Yeah, Telkar. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought so. I think I might be putting my glasses on for this one. By the way. My old man eyes are starting to, you know, okay. I know, completely irrelevant. All right. So, yeah, man, I have actually checked out your website. You got a pretty good, well organized website, too. And um, it's really good to see, you know, more places supporting the game. And you've definitely been putting a lot of work in for that. So, hats off to you, sir, for that. Um, Thank you. I think the more, I think the more ashes focused content that we can have, especially for, for this game while it's in the process it's in they're you know it's a in, they're an independent uh, you know small studio and 
their budget as well as they did during the Kickstarter, their budget is still limited. And so, uh, you know, I think it's really important that the people that are really passionate about the game are doing their part to keep it, keep people in the know, aware about it. And especially, I think, during this time up until launch to really focus on making sure that there's really accurate information out there and that people, you know, people are just, I hate to say it, but in a lot of ways, people can be sheep. They'll, they'll just, if they see, they're following this one person and this one person has an opinion that's stated almost factually, they'll, they'll really just take it and, and they'll really just say, okay, well, you know, this person says so, then that must be it. And I think it's important that people are aware of where to go and, and what to look for and how to get the true information so that they're making an informed decision. So with that being said, we'll definitely have Daedalus' information down in the description below so you all can check that out. Um, so moving into our, our topic for this week, uh, it's all about the stuff that we collect. And I know for me, uh, I have always had a very high focus to focus. You know, I don't really choose one thing specifically. I know some people do. For me, my focus is a lot about just I'm a completionist and that's part of and that's probably where I'm going to have a lot to say today in this episode is that I'm a completionist and I, I, you know, I've got a WoW account that even though I've really been hit or miss in the past three expansions, I mean, I've got over 20,000 achievement points and that's not a small feat even currently. Right. Uh, I think my ESO account, I have like 16 some odd thousand achievements and I haven't really focused on it in since getting the emperor. And that was like 2014. So that's like another, what, three or four years ago now. Wow. Damn. OK, that's crazy. Um, I didn't realize it had been out that long. <laughs> uh, and so for me, I, I, I love my mounts, man. Uh, pets, I'm. I like having, you know, certain pets, like anything Phoenix based tends to be, oh, it's my priority. Got to get the flaming bird. And, um, I, I like, I like all of that. I like my titles. I like things that we've talked about in the prestige episode where you, it can show that it's not something that everybody can get. You can't get carried to get it. Um, and, and I really enjoy having that. And I enjoy having my collection of all of that. And I like having it in, in a nice, neat, tidy place. Um, and so for me, it's, Personally, it's important that I'm able to access the majority of that on all my characters. And I'm going to probably, I'll probably come back to that one here in a bit. But what about you all? Let's go with Daedalus and then we'll kind of go around, hit Snifi and Revel. Um, what are some sure. of the things that you enjoy collecting the most in a, in a game? Well, I would have to say most. I mean, I probably my biggest thing is transmog, um, cosmetics. Um, but, you know, I've you know, done pets, mounts, toys, you know, recipes are a huge thing for me too. I love crafting. I love being able to find rare recipes. Uh, titles you mentioned was another one. Um, actually, um, is kind of funny. My wife and I were talking about this last night. Yeah. I even collect old things that have been kind of, you know, decommissioned from the game some of the right. things in wow yes. like they had like relics for paladins and other things literally gray items in my bank that have no like material value <laughs> whatsoever I'm, I'm pretty sure i've got like the wild hammer book of verse from you know vanilla wow still in my bank at some point 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a collector slash hoarder, <laughs> and 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 I'd have to say, um, yeah, that that's probably how I describe myself most. But my I would say my biggest thing lately has been transmog and profession recipes. Oh, right on. What about you, Snifi? Uh, it has been a minute since I've uh, played an MMO consistently, but um, in the past, some of the things that, that I've liked to collect um, are just the unique items that maybe they're not really necessarily important, you know, throw them in your, your home or, uh, you know, a collection book, but just things that are unique, um, you know. Star Wars Galaxies, it was the color crystals, um, you know, uh, some of the other games, just random quest items that maybe you get one too many of, you just have them, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's something that I picked up, I think recently in Elder Scrolls and I was like, guys, is this important? Can I put it in my home? And you're like, nah, you can just destroy it. <laughs> it was cool. It was like a little skull or something. And I was like, why? I should be able to do something with this. You know, it's, it's cool. But yeah, it's stuff like that that uh, kind of tickles my fancy. It, it doesn't necessarily have any meaningful importance to the world or your character or the game even, but uh, it's just cool to have. What about you, Rebel? I'd say for me, it would definitely be uh, one of the major things for me is the titles. Uh, I really do enjoy the titles. Um, I'd like their in-games to be more of them. I think that's something that they're liking, but I'll get more into that later. Um, I like the mounts. Um, the biggest thing that a lot of people overlook that got introduced uh, for me as a player uh, in Draenor and World of Warcraft was home trophies, the big statues, the mm-hmm. awesome thing. I would love to see more of that. I think that would just be awesome. You have your, you know, if you come over to my house and Ashes of Creation, I'm going to be like, hey man, check this out, dude, check this statue out. Yeah, you know, something like that. Um, I like in I like in game trophies. Those things really pop out to me as well. So those are just the the couple of things that I kind of enjoy as a collector in game. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say too. I know one thing that they're doing in Ashes. I know for for I know for the Kickstarter people, a certain tier you have. Uh, there's gonna be a persistent statue of people that you know have kickstarted a certain tier in the world, and I think it would be cool too because. Uh, I think they introduced that in Warlords of Draenor where they had uh, the different pedestals and you could have different things on there and you'd have like, um, yeah, you'd have a, damn, his name escapes me. They were huge too. Yeah, man. It was awesome. Yeah. That, it was... that, I would like to see more of that. And uh, that's yeah. one thing that Draenor did get right. And that's right. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I actually like that they, you know, had a place like that. It's just like, if they had just left to keep the damn mission board take get this whole phone app game bullshit out of the game don't uh, they don't allow that to be they kept that out of the garrisons and stuff and made it more relevant to community i think it would have gone really well but um so so i was gonna say <clears throat> excuse me too oh and the, the statue is actually guldan and uh and cadgar right there yeah they're, right yeah and he's like raw they're like anyway yeah. not enough space in the camera for me to actually roll but so what what I usually you know I remember going and these are some things I feel like are I think collectible items uh, and I thought ESO you have mementos which are a lot like the toys in WoW <clears throat> and 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 I think a lot of games have been doing it right to where you've got like a wardrobe and then you've got like a toy box WoW's got the toy box and um, in ESO you've got 
collections and you've got your all your collectibles and you got all your wardrobe so it keeps like your cosmetics for your character separate from just basically mounts and and everything else and they've even got the the housing items the homestead stuff in there as well but um so talking about what we collect most i i tend to i'm a big i really like to have everything and so i collect all the pets i can and i collect all the mounts i can i collect all the titles i collect all the achievement points i even view that i'm a completionist and i like to say that i've experienced every element or aspect of the game and for me as a collector and and being a collector i i like to know that i can you know i want to know that i can actually achieve this if i work really hard it may not be possible today or tomorrow and it may not be necessarily this year depending on how difficult it is but i want to know that if i put my time and energy into this i can do it and i can have that and i can achieve that and part of the problem for me that i have and this is just for me okay I don't think it's necessarily a problem that people, if someone would, if I, if it was like back in my vanilla wow days in BC where I was playing and I was in that when they didn't have achievement points, by the way, and I was playing a ton back then, uh, I would, I was playing often enough to where I could probably have had all the achievement points and done all that. Mine is like, I think the scarab Lord, cause I was such a noob in vanilla and know what the hell is going on anyway. That's beside the point. But for me, I want to know that I can't achieve this. And so some of the problems I face in WoW or ESO, mostly I would say uh, probably more... No, I would probably say it's probably a problem in, in, in pretty much every MMO currently that has an achievement system is they they create so many achievements. Like, I almost feel like some of them are trivial and a bit overkill. Like, don't have... I don't feel like all the creatures that came before me or love me or some bullshit in WoW. Like, I shouldn't... I. I don't feel like some really tedious work where I've got to run out to the world to collect killing or hugging a bunch of stupid little critters. I don't feel like that is very relevant. I get that you want me to be in your game a lot. I would really prefer, I don't need, you know, I don't even get a pet for it. I'd really prefer if I actually, you know, was really making the most of my time because I get that a game wants people to be in there. And I feel like collecting things such as achievements or mounts, like, one thing WoW does really well is they make old content relevant. They give you a reason they go back. They put pets in there. You got reasons to farm tier sets if you haven't gotten it before. Cosmetic swords and stuff like that. They did a really great job. They gave you so many reasons to go back and do the old content. And so I think that's great. Um, but the problem is, is all these little tedious things, these really trivial things that would make it to where you've got to be grinding hard to get it. And one I can think of in particular is this dragon mount achievement in wow right where you get a mount sure but i have all but this one mount and it's literally going to be based on rng whether i ever get it and so when we talked about the loot crate system in the past right i feel like i see a very parallel uh modality to what they're doing like and how they're keeping people invested in a game right whether it's a loot crate with an rng chance to get something to drop that may never drop or going in and knowing I want to get this mount that's an achievement and I got to get all these other rare mounts. And that also is an RNG thing. I feel like there's a parallel there. And I feel like it's that mentality and how you design to keep people in a game that's really predatory in nature. Because that person who's the collector that wants everything, they feel like they have to do it. They have to be in there. And you don't want people to feel like they have to be in there. You want people to feel like 
they want to be there. And there's a difference between, I feel like if I don't do this, like I have to do this, I have to get this, I've gotta be in this, I've gotta do this, I've got, you're feeding into something really unhealthy. If it's something like, I really wanna do this, like I'm excited. So it's a very parallel situation when you've got going and farming old armor sets or farming uh, old mounts to drop and stuff. It's different when it's like that versus it's like an achievement and you can't get it unless. So I feel like achievement points need to be tuned down a bit I mean, we talk about going back to the basics a lot, and I feel like in a lot of ways, less is more. Talked about that a lot. Um, what are some of your all's thoughts about that? Like um, pros and cons, maybe, that you might have for collectors in an MMO? Uh, Daedalus. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head, right, in terms of randomness. I mean, that's kind of a huge factor. I mean, I know that Dragon Mount specifically that you're talking about, my wife has been farming for literally years and has not got. Um, so yeah, that to me is probably like one of the biggest cons um, is is having that random element because you do get, you know, folks like ourselves, right, that love collecting things, love you know that that new thing that we can kind of add add to our collection and and having to farm for months, years, you know, is is a daunting task. And frankly, I think it leads to burnout a lot of times too, where people that once enjoyed that type of functionality kind of don't, or they give up to say, okay, I'm not gonna do it. Or the opposite, right? You're just frustrated and, and it's almost makes you mad every time you try to go and get it and it doesn't happen. I mean, I know I had that situation in particular with one of the old world set pieces that I frankly had also years. I mean, I got it. And at the, at the time, you know, um, I almost felt like, okay, finally I've got it. And then I, I didn't want to really see it after all that work. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just, it, that kind of thing. I mean, definitely I agree with you there. I think, um, some of the other cons, like you said about loot boxes. Um, I mean, again, that I agree is on the same level. You know, you have uh, a chance at getting something, whether you're spending your time or spending money. To me, that that feels like, you know, I would say a con. I want something where there's maybe, I wouldn't say a clear path to it, but there's a way to discover what the steps are and be able to replicate that. And it may not be all easy things to do. I'm not saying it should be easy, but I think the less random you can make it, um, I think the better. I think that's gonna make people feel like they've achieved something versus gotten lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, um, I, I don't know. I kind of like some randomness to it. Uh, I feel like when games have these you know unique items that you can get and they're all the same all right so so you're all working towards getting the same item it, it's kind of pointless to me because it, it you know no matter how hard you work you're getting the same thing as the other guy who worked just as hard and and i don't like that i like the idea of getting you know procedurally generated just unique items maybe it's something that's just you know, the, the hue or color to it is a little different. Something that makes what you have slightly different from what the next person gets. So, you know, maybe it's a boss drop, maybe it's, you know, uh, something that you collect and, and you get to an option, a choice of, hey, I want this one that, you know, has like a purple, like, like get a sword that 
glows purple or, you know, something like that, uh, just, just as an example. Um, but it, I like having, you know, th this game, uh, uh, Ashes of Creation, is already so unique with uh, the node system and uh, these different elements of the game that, that really change the way the, the world around you is and feels at, at any given moment. I mean, the, the next point, uh, you know, one day to the next, you could be in a, a completely different spot based on the node system. You know, uh, it, it could be, you know, a thriving town. Next day, it could be ashes and, and ruins. So it's like, I feel like maybe getting something more more unique out of this game, getting a system where you can get different items from from the guy next to you might be the way to go. Um, and I feel like not a, not enough MMOs do that now. They they just send you all on the the straight line. You know, here's the item. It's all powerful or it's really cool looking. And the, this is the only way you can get it. You got to grind, grind, grind. Uh, I, I think some randomness can be good for, for that scenario. Yeah, like randomness within reason. And I agree, right. like changing the cosmetic, you know, and not having it be exactly the same. I'm I'm totally okay with that kind of randomness. I think it's more, you know, that the grind factor. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the part that I think I don't have a good feeling about. Mm -hmm. I'd like to be able to have you know, options on how to get something cool, right? It might be finding a treasure map. It might be talking to an, you know, certain NPCs in a certain order. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it gives you something new and interesting. I think, I guess the part for me that I just, I can't stand is just the grind because I've had to do it in the latest version of WoW and Legion. And I, it was days weeks grinding and it it just it wore on me in the wrong way right and and, and then to kind of add insult to injury right it's something that everybody else could get yeah. to right oh. yeah and, and i feel you there and, and i feel like it, at some point like the, the games will get away from that but right now you know when you're talking expansions and stuff like that that's the way they keep you involved in playing and playing right longer is by giving you these arbitrary long difficult tasks to do um while they come up with the next one to to hook their teeth into you which i mean it's tragic i i feel like you know finding something that's more meaningful um as far as the collecting items and the loot is concerned is definitely something that that, that think play uh, games like ashes are gonna have to look into moving forward yeah agreed uh, for me, the pros, <clears throat> the pros are, uh, it, it definitely, you know, being a collector, it definitely provides purpose um, for you in the game um, while you're, you know, let's say your friends are away and if, you, if you've got to sell with some content, you know, you can go unlock that that stuff uh, and it gives you goals too at the end. Um, but the cons is that sometimes I feel like with certain uh, achievements or certain um, collectibles, it takes away from sometimes it take it distracts you from the larger goal in game that you're trying to achieve so uh let's take pvp for example um or even Fortnite. um you know you've got battle pass and stuff that you're trying to achieve by yourself but the larger goal is you're trying to you know you've got a you've got a larger goal and sometimes you have to set aside um what you want personally as a player um to uh to complete that, that larger goal 
and that's what kind of to me is a con is the uh, it would be nice if, if achievements or collection collect collectible items could work around that as a as a developing development um, standpoint um, where you know the, it feels more fluid when you get um, instead of having to go to a certain zone while you're trying to do a PvP session and you're trying to win um, you know maybe maybe make it a little bit less specific and a little more broad as far as like time and stuff you put into it. Um, but to me, that's just the kind of pros and cons is it gives you purpose, but the cons are sometimes it can be distracting depending on your uh, long-term goal, um, whether it be that day or a month of grinding or something. Yeah. You know, I agree too. It's, it's the grind that always tends to get me. It's, it's locking things behind some just, it's an unrealistic expectation to put like like the for example the 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 mount we're talking about Dayless, like your wife is going after too like i had all of these like over the years i've gotten them like the rng chance on getting one on its own is to me not the problem to me the problem is going and saying well we're going to give you this other mount too but it's if you get all these on the list that have an rng and i've got all but one and you know it was like yeah you feel like every week you're getting on and it's like you feel like oh, let me go stupid cataclysm raid and do this stupid shit just to try and get this to drop and you're just you know it doesn't drop and you're just like awesome i'll do this next week fantastic i totally look forward to doing that obviously sarcastic i'm not i don't want to do that like I, especially right. if i remember doing it current content and grinding it out every week already now now i feel like i gotta go back in and to grind it and there's the there's the problem it's one thing to be give people incentive to go back into old content for things that they're excited about and want to do versus things they feel like they're obligated to do because they want this other thing and it's all locked behind RNG wall. And that in itself is horrible. And I also agree on the other part, like legendary weapons, right? It used to be cool back as in vanilla, you'd get this thing to drop. It would maybe take you on a quest. I get doing a quest in, in that part of the process because there's a there's a lure behind it. It helps to, helps to teach you the lore of the item, what happened, how it came to be, why you're going and pursuing it what you need to do, why this is a daunting task, you know, and then you go back into like Molten Core, for example, you get the, what, the Ember, whatever from, uh, you, well, Thunder Fury, you get these two pieces, right and left half. Um, but the the problem is, is when you've got, they went away from that model, which I still think was a bit tedious and there's a little too much RNG to it. I still like that things can be, you know, like, like Snifei said, <clears throat> and I think they're doing a good job of this because they made a lot of mention about things um, being designed this way like crafting system, for example, there's a very high probability and possibility and probably likelihood if you're a crafter and you pursue one thing specifically, you will be the guy that's known on the server that can make this thing that people want. You're the person. There's a level of prestige. I think they're, I don't know, but my gut would tell me there's probably going to be a lot of parallels to that with the way that the game uh, and the dynamic work and, and the way that we get items or we get even quests that might pop up that are relevant to our own, you know, story and our own narrative, for our character and our, you know, our class and whatnot. But, uh, but the, I did, you know, when they went, when a lot of people went to this, okay, well, here's uh, quest chain one, quest chain two, quest chain, quest chain 28, what the fuck, 28? And each, and along the way, like the one for Ice Crown Citadel for uh, Shadowmourne, right? I remember doing right. that current content, right? And I would go in, uh, and, you know, we had it on farm and I'd do it rep pally, you know, and I go in there on my rep pally and I would be I'm on my rep pally. I would go rep pally is what I mean. 
and I would go in there and farm and it was like, you must kill a thousand souls. Well, then the game, you know, moves on and it's like, yeah, we'll drop that down to a hundred for you. Like, damn, you already made this grindy quest chain and now the people that grinded it out difficultly with, with certain level of difficulty, like now our hard work is diminished already on top of this grind fest because now you've made it so so much easier for people to get it, increase the drop rate on the shadow frost shard or whatever you know all that so i look at that and i'm just like the way that they went you know in wow specifically and now it's like ooh, we're gonna do legendary rings and things and yeah rebel they catered to the casuals my friend yeah that's if we keep repeating them. <clears throat> yeah we do and so you know the next talking point that we had was talking about what what hinders collectors and and causes them to burn out and i think we've already gone through and actually hit that right we've already discussed that and so then the next question is going to be you know what what can they do to ensure that collectors don't burn out because we've mentioned burnout too and we said catering to the casual obviously we don't want to do that if you cater to the casual then what was a difficult task or, or content becomes you know the hard work's diminished and diminishing the hard work of somebody post them getting an item that they worked hard for no matter what the the journey looks like is just i mean it's just a horrible thing to do to the player base but so i can think of a few things and and I, this is where i'm gonna talk about account wide there i feel like people are probably gonna say there's probably gonna have, be some people that have an argument about account wide and that have an argument against what i'm gonna say and that's fair and that's valid everyone's entitled their own opinion my perspective is account wide is important especially in the context of having alts that you want to play maybe as actively as a main. And the, and I think certain things, I think that ESO did a pretty good job with some of this, not all of it. WoW did a pretty good job with some of this, but not all of it. I feel like if you're going to do achievements and you're going to do collections, if that thing is that difficult to get, I'm not saying that the player's entitled to having everything on every character. I think certain things are like, okay um i got emperor on my templar on wow or not wow but eso and and i went and i grinded and i did all the hard work on that character now my all my characters have access to the emperor's regalia in the wardrobe i can wear it on all of them but i can only rock the former emperor title on that one character i can only see the the skill tree which by the way Zenimax catering to the casual base to the people who qq about this shit you took away the passability some of us worked hard for to get emperor and this is where I'm going to take a little small segue and say, here's here's part of the problem. They they look at catering to the casual and they think, what's the quickest fix we can do to make enough people stop complaining about this? Instead of longevity-wise, what's being fair to everybody and actually going to solve the problem? Let's take the Emperor Passes, right? People complained about them in Cyrodiil. And it was like, well, you've got these, you've got these, you know, raid groups full of em former Emperors who all have their passives and they're just blowing people up and no one stands a chance. Well... One, if you're running into a Zerg, you're already not going to have a stand a chance unless you also have a Zerg, right? So that's part of the problem in Cyrodiil they face. This clearly isn't a collector conversation, but I got to talk about it. Part of the problem that they had, right? I think one of the things they did good was they made it post this change when they took those passives away. I think the Emperor's Regalia was great that they gave that to, you know, I can rock it all my characters if I want to. I don't. I've only got the title on one character. I can only see the passives or I can only see the... Um, abilities the emperor has on my templar as well but i don't have access to him anymore to me that was a really big problem because i got emperor by myself a guild did not help carry me 
A friend did not give it to me. I didn't get it because I was there in the Zergling Guild and they were raffle stomping people. I didn't get it because I had three other people logging on to the same character 24-7 rotating people to play that character to get the AP up high. I got it because I busted my ass really, really hard. One of the most difficult things I accomplished. And from and to me, like I talked about before, right? I like to say that I have every aspect of the game down, right? I wanted to say that I've achieved every aspect I possibly can. And to me, that was my one of the for sure end goals. And I worked really hard and I got it. And to me, as someone who wanted to have that and collect that, they took those skills away. And I remember that uh, Zenimax or Bethesda was whatever, they were doing a panel at QuakeCon. And I had to ask them this question, which is quite funny. And I should probably link it below because they the guy sweat whenever he was having to answer it. But was, why is it that you are, you know, allowing the PvE and PvP content to cross over? And he went and talked about the passives. Their resolution was taking away all of those Emperor abilities. So you only had access to them actively if you were currently Emperor. Made all the casuals really happy. When the real resolution would have been, because of the core complaint and what it was, someone like me who was a former Emperor who had a, a diminished effectiveness from these skills while playing PvP, someone like me didn't have a huge bump in their damage. It was substantial enough for you to be concerned about going head to head with me, but it wasn't enough to end your world, right? Their complaint was people that were emperors like me all in a group doing that. Clearly that small percentage for each person adds up. Now what they could have done to really resolve the problem and still not take away the hard work of some of us like me would have been to say, okay, if in a group, a party in ESO is four, right? And if you know that a full raid group still goes by by the level of four, 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 until you get up to what, 12 to 24, I think it is max. If you had just diminished that by a certain percentage per four-man party in a group, by the time you get to a 24-man group, you have a zero effectiveness for that raid group. You still would have some effectiveness the smaller the party, but it would be very, very small. They could have done anything to scale that down, but what they did was the quick fix, just take it away completely. I do, and, and my problem is when games go and then people work hard and they take that away completely, I feel like that's just, like you wanna talk about giving people burnout. It, it made it very difficult for me to play the game after that, aside from all the cash shop problems and the one Tamriel making everybody go in everyone's Alliance City. Aside from all that, that was the biggest breaker for me because I worked so hard and they were just like, oh, well, here's your regalia. Okay, that's cool. But you still just took away the thing that was my main focus. So, I got a question. Yeah. Would you have been upset if they would have told you what they were going to do straight out and not change it in the past? Yes. However, if they had had a conversation about it and really taken in people's input into a consideration to see what would have been equitable kind of, you know, it would have been meeting middle ground. Then I feel like that would have been different, but they didn't do that. They only listened to this one overwhelming voice, which was all the new players that kept coming on or kept getting stomped because they couldn't theory craft, didn't want to theory craft, wanted to use a cookie cutter build, wanted to watch somebody else say, tell them how to, how to play their character. That to me was the main problem. And I'm not trying to sound like an elitist and I want people to think that, the problem isn't because I I was stronger. It's like, oh, but you're you're like you were stronger, so of course you're salty. No, I worked fucking hard, man. 
hard, like no sleep for almost two weeks in a row just to get up in the top X amount of people hoping we could flip it enough while fighting against the fact that people were rotating Emperor and that shit was going on, right? You were fighting against the AP grind and the fact that people working together cross factions, you had that working against you too. So it was it was difficult. So for me, it would have been like, you know, if they had really included the people that worked hard and been like, you know, what do you feel like would be fair since this is something we're really considering doing? But that never happened. That you know, which was kind of to your point. They didn't didn't even try to talk about it. They just did it. And my point is, I think Ashes is going to do that. You know, they're not going to do that. Yeah. And even even up front, yeah. like the dragons that we're going to get, like let's say your emperor, whatever we are. Uh, mayor, whatever. Um, we're gonna get dragons. They've already told us straight up. Once we're once we're not uh, mayor anymore, they're gonna take that away. That, that was straight up. You know, that's something that. We, okay, so we got dragons now. We don't have them. We can't complain because they already said straight up they're gonna take them away. You know, stuff like that. Being transparent. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go backwards now. Instead of hit Dayla's first, we'll hit Rebel first on this one. So I explained what I felt like in that particular situation would have been would have been the wiser way to go about things. Uh, and probably would have, I probably wouldn't have burned out, even though the game was burning a lot of people out, I probably wouldn't have burned out. But what do you feel like are some things Pete, that they can do, an MMO can do, a developer can do to ensure that the people that are working so hard for that in-game prestige or collection don't go, ugh, I just can't do this. I don't and it give more. And I think that's a simple solution. If you're going to set a high bar and a high standard um, for some, for one person, a group of people, a guild, whatever it is, give incentives for every time that they try and, and, and strive and uh, make that effort. If you give more, people are not gonna be burnt out. They're at least gonna want to go for the attempt to get something cool. I'm not saying give us a mount for trying, I'm saying give us, um, Give us a cool recipe along the way or, you know, something that you can unlock in game. Do not be stingy with your products. If you if if, if you're just as transparent with your um, your I wouldn't even say the best stuff, like just some stuff, something. Give us incentive to go do things and that will keep us from being burnt out. What do you think? For me, I, I think it goes back to randomness, the, the correct amount of randomness don't guarantee anything to anyone, um, you know, make it mysterious and intriguing. Uh, and, and, you know, um, cause you know, if you have these, these guarantees, when you get X, you can have X thing or X title, X, whatever. Um, when, when you make those, uh, decisions and then, you know, something's broken or you have to go around and you decide to change something, that's when you run into a problem. So, you don't necessarily guarantee these things. You you leave it up to, to random chance um, to, to an extent, obviously, not just completely random, but, uh, and, you know, it, it will help avoid some of these problems that you run into down the line. I mean, I think for me, it's just making it interesting, right? And, and interesting might be subjective here, right? For you sure. might have like, you know, random elements, random variant of colors of you know things you might be able to collect um you know but also just you know make it a community thing right you've got collectors out there in every game you know make forums available 
I think you mentioned the mobile app earlier with uh, with World of Warcraft. Make that be something that you know people can share their you know their items with others. You know stories on how they got it. Um, you know, and even have like some sort of uh, you know WoW does this really well. Actually, is they they have a profile that you can pull up and you can see your transmog and you can see what achievements you've done you know find a way for people to be rewarded even if they don't get every single thing um do things like on a seasonal basis too so somebody knows okay every you know christmas time there's something maybe new or different i can get it's not the same thing every time mm -hmm. um yeah, I mean, I think those kind of things to me would would make it most interesting is, just, you know, that random element, but it's also that new element, too, is, you know, um, one thing that I would tend to agree had a similar experience in World of Warcraft with uh, player versus player. Mm -hmm. I really wanted a certain title and a certain mount in vanilla WoW PvP, and I ground for months getting that finding the right groups to get in and get the points that I needed to make that. And then, you know, Blizzard turned around and made that title, you know, really easy for for people that maybe played more casually. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to be an elitist here. I mean, I'm, you know, I have, there's elements of my gameplay that are casual as most anyone would be. But it's that that feeling that all your hard work if you had just waited, you know, a few months, a couple of years, it would have been an easy route. Yeah. It, it makes it makes it feel a little cheaper than it did when you just finally got what you wanted. You know that I just for some reason, and I don't know why, this just popped into my head. But Lore Master and WoW, I was now I don't know if you you might remember this, or maybe I don't know if any who if you all remember this, but I feel like Daedalus might maybe Revel does too. But free Cata. When you, before they implemented the system where it was like you complete each zone's achievements and you now have to go and, which it, from an achievement perspective is like, damn. So you've got, which I get, it's cool, but it, it's not cool if you do that later to people who, like I went through and did all these. These are things you don't do to a collector, okay? This is one really big one right here to me. It's just, I'm just going to look at you and be like, the hell's wrong with you? Why? Why would you do this to people? You are a cruel person. Whoever thought of this? And never mind, the rest of this is gonna be really graphic. Let's stop right there. <clears throat> Here's my thing. I was actually, cause back then you remember it was like X amount of quest Eastern Kingdoms, X amount, and it was in the thousands, let's be real. It was over a thousand or more <laughs> Eastern Kingdoms, Eastern uh, Kalimdor, lore master of each. It wasn't per zone, but you, I went through like different zones and I done, I know I had done, I know a hundred percent without a doubt I did 50, 80, 90%. And th what they did is I was close to Lore Master too, which by the way, you didn't have flying in Azeroth, so you couldn't just go dip down, follow a guide. You ran on your damn mount if you had one. You had to focus, you had to go to the right places, and you had to explore certain things. And certain things on the map then didn't say specifically where it was at. It was it like- shiny. No, it didn't just point it in the direction. There wasn't that gleaming arrow on the screen from an add-on. You know, going over here, you you were like, okay, because through the story, you realize, oh, this is the name of the place. Because as you entered the little village, a name popped up, and you're like, oh, okay. And you had to try to remember. It kept you engaged in the story and your journey throughout. And it was like, okay, I remember that place, or I remember this place. And and so that was the immersive 
part to me was like I re remembered the journey and I actually remembered running around and getting the Explorer achievement on two different characters before you could just drop in with that mount and collect it. But then when you look at the lore master perspective, it was like, I just need to do X amount here, X amount here. And I did uh, like 80% or so or more on e each side, probably more in Kalimnor than Eastern Kingdoms, more Alliance and Horde all that. But, but the problem was, is they came back then and we're like, okay, lore master is now all this. And I would go and look on those little zone achievements. And I was like, yo, I did so much in that zone. It's like, the fuck do you mean zero i gotta go do all this again now i've literally gotta go back and do a bunch of stuff and those quests may not even be exist now so now i've got to do a whole it's that grind oh, I, I went and i've actually done the zone completions now now it's only like less 15 quests seriously it's only like 15 quests before you can skip on to the next zone and get uh, credit for it you know so here's our next point right what what a what things can be done to make it easier for the collector? And I did mention earlier account wide, right? Some people, and I said, some people may argue against my point here and that's fair. That's valid. This is just my perspective, right? Just this guy's perspective. Some may argue that if you make things account wide to where you've got access to all, you know, you can see all of your achievements because you obtain them on one character. Let's say zone achievements. Let's say, uh, it's a class achievement. Let's say it's uh, a metropolis achievement. I get how it's going to be like we want people to be devoted to this one metropolis. And I think that's fair. And I think that's where where you're investing your time is important. But I also feel like if you're going to have things like achievement in the game, make it truly account wide. WoW did a decent job of that. The problem is, is like you don't know who achieved it all the time or you don't know like if on this one character you need to unlock something that's specific to that character, it's very difficult to see what it is since you've already done it on somebody. Sometimes it's tough to see if I got this achievement on my main or my alt, or if I got five out of 10 for this meta, uh, this uh, glory of the whatever Raider achievement. If I've got like five of them and it's like, yo, you did this one. On th I shouldn't have to go look through and try to like explore and difficult and have a difficult time figuring that out. I think account wide is very important in, in organizing uh, something for a collector. I feel like it should be account wide. The exceptions are character specific things like an emperor title or maybe a particular costume or maybe a particular mount. That to me is fair. But if you're going to accumulate achievement points, I feel like it's very important that no matter what character I'm on, I can see that I, Simorg, has achieved this. I have achieved this. Now, they've made a mention at Intrepid that they are going to really focus on the person is the one that's got this. This is their story. This is their character story. So to me, it's important that there is a true account-wide system. I don't genuinely think... The closest I think I have seen is Guild Wars 2, maybe. There might be another MMO out there that's done better, possibly. I feel like Guild Wars 2 did a better job than than WoW has so far. To a degree. But I, I would I think I would probably stand by that. Out of all the MMOs I played, I feel like Guild Wars 2 has a much truer account-wide uh system. My PvP rank is kind of locked to me, not my character. I feel like that's kind of important. 
That's just me. Now, some people are going to be like, well, now you have less reason to get on in the game. And I'm like, no, I have more reason to play my alts now. I used to have a lot of alts, so wow, I've got a lot. I've got a full tab of them. I can't get any more on that on the Illidan. I can't make any more characters. It's I'm, I'm maxed out. They're not lobies. They're they're very high level up until the point where they were all the same level. And and now I've noticed I can't go back and I can't play them as much because the grind is so intensified at this point in time. It just continues to get worse and worse. And for me, having a true account-wide system is very important to me. And some people might argue, well, you're not going to play the game as much. And maybe a dev would be concerned that would be the problem. I'm telling you, I am more prone to play more characters more often and be in that game way more if I can look on no matter what character I'm at. Let's say I decide I want to change characters. Let's say I start with a temple or sorry, I start with a tank character, then becomes a paladin. And I got this character and I'm like, I'm just not digging it. And I got this alt that's this, this, uh, let's say he's a ranger and I want to play him and figure it out. You're still, you've got eight possibilities per archetype, right? Now let's say I'm like, man, I'm really enjoying this a lot more. Does that mean I've lost all this now and I've got to grind, grind, right? All of that again to feel like this can now be my main. And that's my arguing point, whether it's collecting achievements, mounts, whatever it is. If someone feels like they want to make a choice to change something about how they play the game, Keeping in mind, they want to play the game, right? It's how they want to play the game, not that they want to or not. If someone wants to do that, don't penalize them so significantly. I get some things are character bound. I get it, but don't don't make it so we've got to grind every character to feel like we've got... I've got a DK that had over 9,000 champ points when my main did because that was my problem. And wow, and then they made it account wide. And then I was just like, I don't know which character... Gr I don't know which one did this. I, it's not easily like displayed for you. And so for me, it's like account wide is important. Make it easy to understand. Don't make it difficult to manage like the guild functionality for guild stores and for your bank and the guild bank and all that junk with how buggy that whole system is in ESO. Make it, make it easy, but less is more. And, and to me, that's, that's what I feel like would help someone like me to not get burned out and to keep things well organized. What are, what are some of your thoughts? Daedalus, we'll go, we'll go opposite direction again with you first. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I would have to say, I mean, you, you kind of, um, you know, really drove home a point that both myself and my wife have experienced in wow, especially. Um, and that's around, you know, to me, I, I I'm going to be come on in on the pro side of mm -hmm. account wide and the reason why is I think um, you'll tend in some ways to play alts less if you don't do it that way, I think, because um, because my, my wife is, is a good example of this. She loves achievements and she loves trying different characters. And if there's something that she's maybe not having fun with because they made it like a fundamental class change and she wants to try something new, I can see the struggle that she goes through um, in terms of, well, should I switch to the mage instead of the priest? Because, you know, I have so many achievement points on my priest and that's been my quote unquote achievement character, right? And so you feel a sense of loss there. Yeah. And, and to me, I mean, I've, I've played a bunch of alts too. I mean, I've got pages of alts yeah. and, and I, 
try to avoid doing achievements on anything but my main for that very reason. Right. But I still go in and play alts. I've leveled multiple max level characters because I like the mechanics. I like seeing something new, right? So, I mean, to me, you're not going to get people not playing alts because of that. I think you're like, I think you're going to get the opposite effect because people are not necessarily worried about going in and, you know, playing a, a rogue versus a paladin, right? Because they've got that option to do. And I think one way you can really, you know, make it better for people not to burn out is by giving them those options to play whatever they want and still being able to work towards those larger, you know, account type of achievements. I mean, again, not everything needs to be account wide, right? There's certain achievements you might complete on a character that gives you a special cosmetic, but it's only a mage cosmetic or it's only a warrior cosmetic, yes. right? So from that perspective, you can still make things unique for a character, but don't minimize the amount of work that a person has put into their account. Exactly. And I, and I think the other, the other thing that I think, um, we talked about this earlier in the cast too, it was, you know, make it easy for a collector to organize their collections, right? And I think one thing that WoW did really well um, between, um, you know, the last couple of expansions is that collector tab. I mean, it's probably my favorite thing as a collector to have, as I can see what, you know, things I've collected, what things I need to collect. I can kind of view what the final product looks like if it's a set. I can see all the various mounts I can get and, you know, they're all account wide. So I kind of like that aspect of it too. I, I don't have to use a bunch of inventory space, right? I mean, I have to say one of my most fun things that I had happen in Draenor was the end of the expansion when they pulled in, or maybe the beginning, it's, it's been a while that all the expansions blur together. <laughs> but when, when you, could essentially remove things from your inventory because they were stored in a collector's tab and you didn't have to use a bunch of space. So reclaiming all that space made it so much fun. And I know it's, you know, seems like a pretty tedious thing to do, but still it was like reclaiming, you know, three or four bags worth of space in an inventory was like, this is awesome. Now I can go collect more things. Right. So, I mean, I think that was helpful too. Um, I think, giving collectors special titles is also a way i think you can prevent burnout too you know honoring how much time they've spent collecting even if it's not necessarily like specific like that frustrating thing we talked about before oh i need to get every single amount in this set to get the special cosmetic it might mean i've collected a thousand things regardless of what it is and i get a title right um, so kind of having that, I think, would be another way to keep it interesting, too. For, for me, uh, this is just like one one part of, you know, a, a bigger solution. But for me, I always enjoyed the community events that were centered around the different collectible parts of the game. So, you know, cosmetics, you could have a costume contest, you know, with homes, you can have, uh, you know, different like uh, like a galaxy-wide home tour type of thing or a city-wide home tour, a pub crawl, stuff like that. Just, uh, you know, things where you have a chance to show off to the community and, and let them know, hey, I got this cool thing here and, 
you know, uh, this is what I did to, to make this look interesting or that look interesting. Um, you know, could be something like a, a dueling contest, uh, you know, uh, and, and where people can show off their cool gear and, you know, just kind of have fun, make, make something fun out of it, give something away, uh, give them a cool title, special title, once, once in a lifetime type of thing, a badge, what have you. Um, stuff like that, where, whether it's done purely by the community or sponsored by the developers themselves, um, can have a lasting impact in, in stopping, preventing burnout. I think a lot of it actually will have to do specifically with the community because, uh, you know, if you have a healthy community base and uh, good people working together to achieve different goals and whatnot, uh, I, I think that will will really help um, different types of burnout, but, but with the collection burnout, because, uh, you know, so, some of these things are automatically, they're gonna be difficult to achieve. And, you know, when, when you're dealing with something that's difficult, it can cause frustration and whatnot. So having that good community, having a non-toxic community, one that appreciates stuff like that is gonna go a long way. Um, ideas on making things easier to organize a collection. I have the same memories. You know what I'm talking about. Those memories that you have when you uh, when you do something grand in a game and it gives you that title, it gives you that prestige, it gives you that awesome feeling that you got that that first day, and you remember it for a lifetime. And it's the memories. I think making memories in a game is something that is a lost art these days, and something that needs to be brought back. Um, and I think we can all agree on that. Um, I think yeah. it's the best organization when it comes to all types of any types of collection, anything that you can get from a game, you want a story that goes with it. You want to feel that, 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 uh, sense of, uh, pride and accomplishment that you had way back when you earned it. I think that's probably the best organization there is. And there's like a real interesting way or, or maybe an easy way to do that. I think at least, even if like just every item you get say you have like just like a little notepad document that goes with that item so you can like list yourself hey i put this many hours into this or you know this is the story of how i got this item um you know you're writing the story for your character but each of the items have their own story too so i feel like you know that, that's a really good point revel like to be able to re recognize that and create that memory um having a system to do that yeah, I, I really like that idea. I mean, in terms of like almost like a procedurally generated story you can do. And, and maybe that goes back to the whole quest line thing as, you know, a way to make achieving interesting. But it's almost there might be multiple ways to get to that end goal. And that story gets generated as you go. I mean, one of my fondest memories in, um, in World of Warcraft happened in vanilla when I was doing an epic quest to get a mount right which was my class mount now granted it, it was pretty ubiquitous right um, everybody got it at some point but just having the story that you could follow and being able to use different spells to kind of work through different achievements as part of that quest right i need to use this spell to combat this type of monster right kind of making you know making it interactive i think will also help create those stories and and also just not necessarily make it something that's you know 
really super easy to do. I think we kind of talked about this earlier, you know, as well, right? Is if something's difficult, keep it difficult, right? Keep people theory crafting on what the best techniques are, because that's another way to build a community around it, right? You know, people swap techniques, um, you know, in order to get things done and interact with each other. They might work with other people that are collecting the same thing and help each other out. So it's it's all, I agree. I mean, I think community is huge. I think, you know, uh, Intrepid is, is really going to push community. They want to bring the massive back in a massive multiplayer, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, I, I think that's going to be in the forefront of their mind. And, and if if they haven't kind of thought of ways to keep the community engaged, which I'm pretty sure they have, just keep kind of with that focus. Cause I think the more people you get involved in a good and positive way, um, I think the better it's gonna keep people interested. And I agree the community is gonna be key here. Cause you know, obviously you don't wanna create situations where, you know, people can get toxic with each other, right? So make it, uh, you know, uh, a way for people to collaborate as well as compete. There's a reason why on my notes that I wrote down today, mm -hmm. I have at least the, I have the word tough written down at least four to five times on all of my notes. Make you keep tough. stuff tough. It's going to, it's going to go well for your game. Yeah. You know, when people have done something tough and they have gotten the achievement from it, like they've earned something from it. Don't go and diminish that. So, uh, let's see here. Um, well, I think we've, we've talked about what works and what doesn't. Um, I would like to uh, probably go on ahead and get ready to start to close this down. I would, yeah, I'd say probably would be a good choice. Uh, so any, uh, any, any shout outs that you all would like to kind of make today? Uh, we'll go with Daedalus since he's our guest today. Sure. Um, I just, you know, shout out to the Intrepid team. I mean, they're really working hard um, and and have proven to me over the, you know, the short time that they've, you know, revealed Ashes of Creation that they're really focusing on making the community uh, the most important thing um, in their game and finding interesting ways to engage us and get our feedback. So, um, you know, I just wanted to thank them for that. Um, as I guess, as far as my personal shout outs, um, you know, if you're interested in, you know, getting uh, engaged in more of my content, you can reach me a few different places. Um, I have a website, uh, ashenherald.com. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, um, at, um, uh, the Ashen Herald. Uh, and also you can, uh, search for me on YouTube at the Ashen Herald. So I'm, you know, happy to, um, hear any, any and all feedback about the work that I'm doing and anything you all want to see too. Um, and I also want to do a shout out um, to the cast of today's SimCast. Thank you for involving me in this. It was a really good conversation and, uh, and I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, we're glad to have you, man. Uh, what about you, Snifi? Uh, I'd like to shout out my dog, Teddy, who's been asleep <laughs> on my lap this whole time and hasn't made a sound. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Bro. Uh, I wanna, it's been a while since I've shouted out our uh, community discord here um, at, uh, I was about to say this in Cast of Virtue. Uh, um, so I know it's possible that uh, you guys visit discords because you know, with Chili's Tavern opening up and 
you go in there, you have a good conversation, you chill out, and every once in a while, you know, you say hi. People say hi back. Um, <laughs> come on over, come to this or come hang out with us at Virtue Two. We're, you know, we're an open book. We've got affiliates. Um, was it same as the affiliates thing we've got going? Associates. Yeah, we've got oh, associates. Right. You know, just uh, just come hang out with us. We got a public, you know, public chat. Come talk to us because that's what we want to do. We want to have a good community. Um, and if you're watching and you want to be a part of that, or at least part of here at Virtue, just come on over and uh, have a good time. Yeah, we've got the uh, associate tag or role for for basically just friends, people we meet out and about. Uh, they're welcome to our Discord for Virtue. And then we've got the Envoy role, which is uh, we've got a few people from other communities. Uh, had some that have come and gone. Probably the ones that were really just spies to see if they could pick up from a, a guild that might be dying, which we're not. So I'm going to put that out there now. Yeah, you know who you are. If you're watching, shame on you. Poachers, man. I can't stand poachers. Uh, but yeah, you're welcome to join. We've got some envoys in there. Hey, man, no shame, dude. I speak the truth. Uh, but yeah, I've talked about Virtue Plenty in the past. I just want to give a shout out to all the content creators that uh, whether you're an official content creator or not, uh, it's important that, that you're doing the work you do. Uh, I would probably encourage you to, to do it for Ashes more than yourself. Uh, and I, I say that because I feel like that level of uh, selflessness and community is important, especially at this point in time. Uh, uh, so if you're not an official content creator, I would encourage you to keep at it. There's a good possibility in the future you will be, um, especially if you're making wicked cool content and really being uh, community driven. So all content creators, uh, official or not, Keep up the good work. You guys rock. Uh, I know I don't get to drop by everybody and say hi, but I do see everyone's stuff and things from time to time when I'm able to, uh, just like Sir Daedalus here. So, uh, yeah, Daedalus, you're very welcome on the show. It was a great conversation. Um, and I believe that next week, I'm, I'm not positive yet, and I, I realize this is going to be a, a bit of a daunting topic, which is uh, theory crafting. It's very, very, very true to my heart. It's a big part of why I'm passionate about the MMO genre. And it's a difficult conversation to start having at this point in time, but there are some things that I would like to note. So we might be talking about that. It could be a, it's probably going to be something we come back to more than once over the course of the time until Ashes actually launches. And a side note, Revel had a hard time keeping a straight face and so did I. Really difficult. So Snapfire, I do have to ask you, what exactly tickles your fancy? Can't hear you though, homie. It tickles my fancy. Yeah, earlier you said it really tickles your fancy, and I was like, how does one tickle your fancy? And how is the best <laughs> way to tickle said fancy? Isn't that it's a it's a phrase, a saying, correct? I'm not, okay, that's I'm good. Crazy I just wanted to make I just wanted to make sure it was just a phrase. I wasn't we sure. We just if it was wanted to be clear on the fancy. Yes. Yeah, if it was something yeah. specific, we just wanted to make sure we, we understood what that fancy was and how one would tickle said fancy if it was yes. important to you. Okay, I like, cool. Uh, I like cunning hats. I like um, hat fancy. Long, long the, walks the on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, way to get inappropriate, Sim. That's what I do. <laughs> anyway, every everybody, Daedalus, Revel, and Snapfire, thanks so much. Everybody's links will be down in the description below. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Until next time, I'll catch you on stream.
It's a $100 Amazon gift card going out on my Gleam giveaway. All you gotta do is check the link in the description below. Get in as many daily entries in as you can. Good luck, and I'll see you next week.